Connor Hines, Matthew Forche, welcome. How you doing? Matt, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm, yeah. doing, I'm doing pretty good, Connor. How, how about you? Doing pretty good. Happy how about you, Sam? How, how are you doing? Doing fine. Uh, good to Well, I brought you guys here today, and we talk about, uh, I guess, a very popular topic, I guess, government spying and any everything relating to that. So um, I have nowhere to start. There's so many things. Well, it, I was kind of like, I, I don't know if like you brought this subject up to Matt, but like, like two days before you said to me, like, do you want to talk to Matt about this? Me and Matt got into like a pretty heated argument. <laughs> uh, ended with, ended with some yelling, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I can't say I'm, I'm very, very educated on the subject, but I do, I, I have a, I have a decent amount of knowledge and I'd be, you know, I'm happy you know, going to discuss it um i think one of the first things to start with is matt i know that you are definitely more on the side of thinking that the government has you know gone too far in terms of its interference and surveillance on the american public and their technology but one thing that i think we want to establish before we start the conversation is that there is no way that the government can stop every single terrorist attack whether or not you want to classify it as a terrorist attack, but attack on the American public and things of that sense. There's no way they can stop all of it. That's correct? Yeah. Okay. All right. I just wanted to kind of want to get, get that out of the way beforehand. Yeah, that, that kind of that kind of goes with my point, though. I mean, I I just have a question for you. Like, before we start, I think this can, like, help navigate the where the conversation is going to go. Um, and I'll open it up to Sam, too, but, but mainly to Connor uh, – how do you th- what what is the limit in your opinion that the government should be spying on not only the american people but people of foreign countries so I, that that's just my opening question i guess and then i think we can go from there by what do you mean by limit what do you think they should have access to what do you think they shouldn't have access to what do you think should be collected and what do you think should not be co- collected and who should the information be collected from so that question is a little bit vague just because of the fact that well yeah it's it's, it's intentionally vague yeah, I wanna, yeah, yeah i don't we don't really have a direction so yeah yeah that, no that's fun um so what i'd say is you know in terms of how deep the government is going to take a dive into a person's life is obviously very dependent on whether or not they have some extreme probable cause that this person is committing a a serious offense that endangers the public or um, they have actually tangible evidence, you know, that that's the case. So if they, in terms of if they have a substantial amount of evidence that this person's gonna is planning to commit a crime or has committed a crime or something of that nature, I mean, I don't know. Ex- I don't know exactly if there is too much of a limit because I think okay. So so let me sorry. Let me let me rephrase it. What do you think should be collected? should be able to be collected without a warrant warrantless warrantless collection warrantless collection um well let me ask them if if they couldn't collect anything 
right? They, they would never, they would never catch any crime that is, you know, talked about or happens over the internet. So I don't think that's true. Okay. So, so I'll, Sam, Sam, do you want to, do you want to give it a, give it a shot? Give the question a shot or no? Well, yeah, you said, um, what should be the limit? So yeah, for, for, for everyday, for everyday people, then without a warrant. Well, before I answer the question, because I want to bring up that um, there are a lot of like uh, claims to, um, I guess, exaggerations. And I don't really believe this. Uh, I don't think the government would really bother checking like what we're doing right now. Like, uh, I don't know, somehow looking through my laptop camera or looking at our Zoom. Um, uh, I want to ask you, Forche, what does the government, um, from your research, like do in terms of uh, surveillance and all that? Okay, so it's, it's kind of hard to answer that um, right now because most of these programs that Snowden did expose, um, they were really secret. And, and we don't really know to the extent of what the government – well, we know what the government can do, but we don't know what the government is actually doing. And because it's been proven that the government has broken the law with these programs, it's really hard to say what, what they're doing and what they're not doing, um, regardless of what they should be doing and what they shouldn't be doing. But what Edward Snowden exposed um, to the journalists who, pub- who then published the information was that the government had a program. Uh, millions and millions of Americans, like whenever you make a phone call, whenever... It, all right, so... A common misconception is that the government is spying on what you're saying in the phone calls is that that's what Snowden exposed. Snowden never exposed that. I mean, that, that to, for what we know, that, that's, that, that, that is definitely unconstitutional and definitely counts as spying. If you don't have a warrant and you spy on someone's phone calls and wiretapping um, millions of Americans on, on that broad of a scale, obviously people, obviously the government wiretaps uh, people, but not on as wide of a scale, but the millions of Americans, uh, privacy being at risk which was what snowden with the main thing that snowden exposed uh they were collecting the government was collecting something called metadata which is basically who you made a phone call to at what time how long did that last to how, how long did that last and also the cell towers in which your phone is is uh was was making the call from so basically based on the cell towers that that your phone was connected to at that time you could track the person's location and then you could track who the person was calling, where that person was, how long the call lasted, and who that person called after that. So it, it's a very slippery slope because um, people say, oh, well, the metadata doesn't really affect your privacy. But if you know the metadata of someone's phone calls, it gives you so, such a deep look into their life, how they live their life, when they're awake, when they're sleeping, who they're in contact with. Um, and that could be used in, against people in a lot of different ways. But that, that is mainly... Could, could, you, could you give an example of how that could be against someone? Yeah, sure. So, I, and, and as, as Sam said, right, the government doesn't really have uh, any, any reason right now to go into our phone calls, our, our, our metadata. They don't have any reason to tap into that data that they've collected, which they store permanently, by the way. Um, so, I mean... And, and I'll give an example in a little bit. If you don't think privacy is enough, if you don't care about your privacy, 
which I mean, I think everyone should. I don't think anyone, I don't think the government should have the right to, to look at anyone's life and, and know where that person was when they were making calls, when they were awake and when they were sleeping, basically what they were doing, where they were and being able to store that data. Um, but if that's not enough for you, uh, this, this data is stored, right? So let's say, let's say, um, I don't know, I, I'm a good person now, but let's say I'm accused of a crime in the future or it's some, some evidence comes against me, right? The NSA, these government agencies can go back into these phone calls and collect all of these calls that I've made and use that as evidence against me in, in a future court, which is, in my opinion, unconstitutional. Well, like if, that, if, that, they if they don't know anything that was said in the phone call, then that, how that, because Because it, it's not about what was said in the phone call. I mean, it, it's about who the calls were to and when they were and where they were. It, you can you can track so much. Let's say I call. Let's say I call my wife, and then after that, my wife calls her dad, her brother, her sister, and let's say after that, they call their immediate families. We obviously know that there's a major event that's happened that originated with me that I found out about, and then that rippled through the family. So it, that's just that's just a very basic example of it. But the very metadata is is where the privacy concerns are because it's not about what was said in the conversations it's about who who the conversations were to et cetera et cetera and additionally if someone was found guilty under a court under a court of law and then your number was connected to them somehow you might not know that they're guilty of crimes or not but then you are roped into their uh little crimes and and the government could pro- could prosecute that further and could seek uh, warrants further for that phone number for maybe what tapping their phones in the future because they were associated with this person. So it's, it's really, I think the biggest concern is the fact that they're collecting this data and they're storing it and they could use it in the future at any time they want, which could lead to uh, prosecutions that really are unconstitutional because the warrants, uh, the, the, um, the evidence was atta- obtained in an illegal way, which was, which the the NSA spying was ruled illegal. I want to make that clear. Well, I just want to go back to the question of uh, the limit. Um, well, for one thing, I don't really, honestly, I don't really like government spying at all. Very skeptical. I think everyone should be. But I guess there was, there is one benefit to, um, I guess, wiretapping and i don't know if you watched or heard of the college admission scandal and how um i forgot the guy's name like this basically um uh this guy had this i guess scheme in which he created this i guess program or something to help these rich people uh people with money uh get their kids who are not really uh, get kids get into college through questionable means, whether by like photoshopping their, uh, you know, like sports photos or have someone take the SAT for them. But one, but in the Netflix documentary, uh, it said something about, uh, what was it? I think the FBI wiretapping 
uh, in the guy's phone, basically trying to get information about what he, that he was doing. And they were pretty successful. It ultimately, um, they caught him. They forced him to, uh, I guess, comply with them to see how big this situation was. And it turned out to be like 50 people, 50 families were involved. It was just like this giant scandal. So I guess there is some benefit to, I guess, these, to um, wiretapping and things like that. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I, 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 no question, right? I, I think that wiretapping is justified in certain cases, but for what you're describing for a wiretap, to actually know the content of what person is emailing someone or what person is, what, what someone is calling, like what someone is saying in a phone conversation, uh, they need to prove to a judge that they have right. probable yeah. cause. Sam, so, I, I, I think Matt is kind of referencing less about what we do in terms of when we have substantial probable cause that someone is committing a crime and more the um, more the surveillance of an everyday American. But Matt, I, I want to go back to what you said before about, you know, um, like it, you, you were explaining like the way in which they collected the metadata and things like that. So, First of all, I, I, I can't exactly agree with your point that the, the log of someone's phone call is going to be used as substantial evidence in court unless you were to have somebody, the, the, the person at the other end of that phone call testify on something that was said in, in the given phone call. Um, okay. That, I, I, I'll, I'll just say now, um, I mean, the, just to be clear, this was, this was for every customer of America's biggest telephone companies. So like AT&T, Verizon, Sprint, T-Mobile. So all of those, uh, if you were a customer of those, your phone calls were recorded or your, your record, the records of the phone calls were recorded. Uh, and I think that I, I'm not, I'm not necessarily, I, I'm just giving an example of how it could be used against somebody, but for your privacy in general, like who you call is such a private and should be, should be very, uh, a secret who, who you communicate with. I don't think that the government should have the right to know who you speak with, when you speak with them, how long you speak with them for. I think that's a violation of privacy, which I think is a basic right. Um, and like you said, it's very hard to use uh, the, the, this evidence in a, a, uh, a prosecution. And in fact, the NSA has only, only done it one time. They, they've only had one, uh, one case in which they, the NSA has used their mass surveillance program, mass surveillance program in the terrorism prosecution. So, right, my, right. my argument, my but argument, not, that, not, that, not what, what you're telling me right now is directly going against your own point. And here's why. I, 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 I understand. I understand. Just, just let me finish. I, I was just giving you an example. And th- this is also one terrorism uh, prosecution, oh, which oh, is the okay. whole point of oh. these programs. This whole point of these programs. Uh, and and what, I, what I'm trying to say is that I, I don't know about other, other prosecutions, others, petty prosecutions. I, I can't speak to those, but it's, uh, it, it's very rare in one case. And the, and the court said that that wasn't even, that wasn't necessary. The, the, they said that the, the metadata used in that prosecution wasn't necessary. So I, in, in previous example, I was just trying to give examples of how it could be used. Right. Although difficult, although difficult to use, it could be used for that. But at a more at a, at a more important level, I think it's the privacy of who of who you're communicating with, and and I think that that's the bigger issue. 
Um, but, but yeah, so, so, I mean, if, if it is so hard to prosecute, then why even have it in the first place? Why have this well, mass invasion well, of privacy? Matt, that, that's what I'm trying to say to you is that what you're telling me right now is kind of going against your point because I, not, not, we're not talking about here, like what, like, you know, small crimes, like let, let's say I am, I am a large heroin distributor out of New Mexico and I have a telephone. Okay. For the majority of the people who I come in contact with, Matt, or, you know, a substantial number, if I'm on the phone with someone a lot, right, is it very likely that that person had, is it very likely that that person has committed some sort of crime? We don't know. Okay. If I have been, if I have been found on 10 counts of murder and 37 counts of, of drug trafficking and i'm on the phone with a dude all the time at these hours of work okay at, at these hours you know when when i used to drop off my my drugs at a certain place right it's somewhat it's not not guaranteed but it is somewhat likely that that person has something to do with the crime right now now listen the goal of it, you, you, I think you agree that there should be somewhat so the government should be able to to survey the Americans in some way, shape, or form. No, what, huh? I don't. I don't. Okay, but if we were if, going, if if, if we were going to, you would want it done in a way that introduced the lives of, of this was illegal. Okay, okay, but what I'm saying to you is, if we were to do some, if we were to to survey Americans in some way. We would want it in a way that interferes in the lives of everyday Americans in in the smallest way possible, and is used in a way that can get bad people off the street. That's that's. Am, am I wrong on that, or or is that? A- I, I I disagree. I think that this is, regardless of how it's implemented, the very implementation of it is illegal, is a violation of privacy, and is unconstitutional. So, and, so you, and- you think that there should be absolutely. The government should not be able to access anything without a warrant. Uh, I do not think that the government should be able to access the metadata of your phone calls, the what your emails, any of that without a warrant. Yes. Okay. So, I, so, I mean, so what? Uh, unless, you, unless, of course, you you post something online and it's public. And right. That, but that, that, that's, that's, that's that's public that, information. That's anything, that's not, anything that's not public information, I do not think the government should have access to unless they have a reason to access it. Such okay. So so let me ask something that, and, and this or is actually, this is where I this is where I was hoping the conversation was going to go because I, I I kind of found a fallacy in your argument that we were talking about beforehand. But okay. So how do you think? It, it, you know, there, there, there's a there's a guy and he is trying to to buy a bomb to he, he wants to buy uranium to create a bomb. OK, how do you think that this guy should get caught? I mean, I'm not saying that it's not about how this guy should get caught. How, how, how could some guy who doesn't use the Internet to begin with? Well, no, no, no. Let, let, let's say he uses the Internet and he he comes in contact with a guy who he can buy the materials to make a bomb off of. I mean, first of all, first of all, it's very, very easy and simple to encrypt messages and to intentionally get off the government's radar and to have them not be able to access through through, Connor. It's called end-to-end encryption. There's software that you can download on your email that encrypts all of your emails end-to-end which is very important 
And and end-to-end encryption, basically what it does is it does not let anyone read your emails unless they are the sender or they are the receiver. So unless you have access to the sender's phone or the receiver's phone or computer, I should say, you cannot read their emails. You cannot read the content of their messages. So that's that's just a very, very simple way to, to work around even any, any surveillance that could happen. And, and yes, you could try to break the encryption. That is a very long and lengthy process and, and could take months, years, or not, not, it could not be successful in, in being completed. No, I'm, uh, I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, like be make very, very vague statements here, but I mean, the, the government in terms of their ability to access a specific piece of information online when given a specific reason to, is just about unlimited. And, and, and I'm not saying it's, it's 100% perfect. And that's why, you know, when they have guys who are internet whizzes who use, who use you know, their, their knowledge for bad, they bring them in, they have them work for them because those guys might be smarter than the guys in the government. But nonetheless, the government, like if you were to, to try to use that end-to-end encryption, you know, and send me an email, I would almost guarantee you that the government can open that email. I mean, you just, you're just wrong. I mean, I don't know how else to say that. I mean, it's not easy. Let's just say that it's not easy. I agree with you. The government has deep, deep, deep pockets. They could do pretty much whatever they want, but they could make it as difficult as possible. And under your scenario, under some guy who wants to buy uranium for a bomb, like that's just such a vague statement. I mean, the metadata. I'm trying to give. I'm I'm trying to give a general example. All right. Okay. But, okay. What I'm okay. What I'm talking about is more of the American public. But but for your example, a guy who wants to buy uranium, I would second that and say, are these two people never been convicted of a crime? Never been in contact with each other at all? Like they they're just complete strangers to one another, and they somehow cross somehow cross paths either on the internet. Or they, they, I don't know, they're striking up a conversation about uranium and the guys wants to build a bomb, let's say. <laughs> Your argument just makes no sense. Okay. That's fair. What, what I, what I, I, no, it just doesn't make sense. No, 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 I, 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 I understand. Okay. Because, all right. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pose you a question. Okay. What government programs now exist that would be able to do that? Because there's two normal people. How are you going to stop them under any government program? Okay, well, if, if the government has reasonable cause to believe that that person is committing a crime, they have the ability to go in and find that person. Yes, and I, I right. think that's good. I think that's good. I think that they should be able to get a court order and to say, hey, right. oh, okay. Matt, the reason Matt, X, Matt, Y, and Z Matt. is why we think this person is suspicious. So can we have permission Matt, I'm, to I'm, tap right. their phones Matt. and to when? go in their emails? And if that is done in a good, legal, and just way, then I think that that should be able to happen. When I asked the question, that wasn't what I was trying to get at. I thought you were going to give a different answer, which is what I was trying to parallel into something else, but okay. Um, I was going to bring it into, you know how we had the whole conversation about the Parkland shooter and the tip-offs? Yeah, which I think proves how bad the FBI okay, is right, right. what they do. So, so I don't want to put words into your mouth in terms of what we said, but could you give your basic premise of what you said? And get it? What I said is that the, the, the FBI, uh, I mean, just in general, the, I, I'm, I'm not sure the exact, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't prepared for this, but I'm not sure the exact uh, wording of what I said, but what I, what I believe to be true is that there were multiple tip-offs received by the FBI or by law enforcement about this one individual, multiple people giving warnings about, I think this person might be dangerous. I think this person might be dangerous. 
And he was still able to legally purchase weapons and to eventually carry out his shooting. And if they wanted to, the FBI could have easily done some investigation into this individual further, possibly gotten probable cause, and then took, t- t- took the steps necessary to thwart that plan. I mean, right. and, and, and listen, and listen, I, I think that you're saying, listen, we need to stop bad guys. We need to stop bad guys. Even though the program has only been used once and they that said it wasn't necessary. The, the FBI gets 4 million tip offs a year. Okay. The FBI gets 4 million tips of tip offs a year. And you think if someone gets over 10 tip offs, then they shouldn't be even looked at in the slightest. Okay. Matt, let's do a little bit of math here. Okay. 10 divided by 4 million. 0. Again, 0. On one person. Two, five, I mean, oh, oh, okay. The okay. FBI gets $9 billion a year, Connor. So if, so if someone gets $9 billion a year and they get 400 million tip-offs, I mean, that, that's more than enough. If they get – okay, so, so let's do the math here. I mean, I, I don't have a calculator offhand, but if you do that, that should be more than enough money to, at the very least, if these government programs were so useful, if they were not uh, – not useless and they were, they were actually useful and they did more than just invading the privacy of Americans. Then why didn't they go into these programs and use this to stop him? Okay. First of all, if we were going to say, I'm going back to what your argument was before. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Nine, wait. No, nine sorry. Nine, nine, if nine, hold on, hold on. Matt, Matt, wait, 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 get, if, if, let's assume that all $9 billion of the FBI's budget is going to go to, to investigating tip-offs. You're looking at $200 a tip-off. It, it's right. uh, nine nine trillion. I'm pretty sure now. I I, I misread. Okay. Yeah, Wait. It, no. No. Nine billion. I, I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm okay. I'm okay. But either way, either way, Matt, Matt. Matt. A. They don't have the manpower to investigate that. B. They don't have. Uh, they don't. Uh, they, sorry. A. They don't have the manpower. B. They don't have the money to do it. And C. A lot of them are going to need BS in the first place. It's a waste of, of resources. My other argument is the fact, by the way, that. Oh wait, crap! I, I, you said something that I didn't think. Okay, then why did the FBI admit that there was something wrong in that case and that he should have been investigated further? Huh? Because it looks horrible for them to say that he wasn't. What are they? What, what, what are they going to say? We did our job perfectly. There's 27 people dead. I mean, if if you're saying what they did was right, and you're saying that the FBI was was justified in not looking at this guy, then why would they come up and defend their own I, I'm not saying that he, sh- he should have or shouldn't have been investigated. The FBI well, said processes not followed on parking shooter tips. Okay, again, Matt. So the, I think that proves how the government agencies who have that's all a, that's, this that's access that, and okay. all of these opportunities... Let, let's assume that they did do something incorrectly. That's proving one time that they messed up. Also, by the way, what you just said before, they said, if this guy gets 10 tip-offs, that he should be investigated. Well, that kind of goes against your previous point, right? Because if he hasn't, if they haven't received like probable cause, because a tip-off is not probable cause. If they go and investigate his life without probable cause, well, that kind of goes against your own point, right? You said that the government should only be investigating individuals that have probable cause that they yes, will. Yes, I do. But I'm saying they, they have the opportunity not to. They have the opportunity to, to pretty much get anybody. I mean, they can ask these these major companies, Google, Facebook, uh, Apple's pretty pretty good with privacy, but Google, Facebook, uh, Microsoft, any any of these companies, right? They can they can ask that Verizon, AT and T, they they have pretty good relationships relationships with the government, and it was a simple ask. I think a lot of them would would ask would would give their data away. I mean, 
Right. I, but, but, but again, okay. That, so you're saying, right. That, that I'm, I'm saying, only- I'm saying, listen, I, let me be clear. My, my point is that the FBI, if they wanted to collect information on, on Nick Cruz, then they should have had to follow process, right? They should have had to, but okay. in this scenario, under these programs, what I'm saying is that they had the opportunity to go about this in different ways that didn't require probable cause, but they didn't. They didn't follow the processes that were that were necessary. So I'm saying that this is an example of a failed of a failed case, right? Where the government had the opportunity to do all these different things, to utilize all these different programs, which I'm not sure. Actually, if, if what Snowden exposed is still going on or not, I'm, I'm not sure. I think they ended it, but they might have restarted it under something else. I, there's, there's, there's varying opinions on that. But what I am saying is that I, I'm, I, I'm not saying that the FBI should have been able to just access all of, the, all of this guy's phone calls without a warrant. I think they should have got probable cause, said X, Y, Z, this is why, and then, bam, tap his phones, do whatever they want, do whatever they're legally allowed to do. But in this case, they were able to do so much more. And they right, did. but but okay, Ch- Chang, could, could you kind of come in here and you, Chang, do, do you kind of see what I'm saying? Matt's, I don't know if Matt's meaning to side step or like sidetrack what I'm saying, but I, I'm saying Matt previously stated that if the government does not have probable cause that an individual is going to or has committed a crime, then they should not be able to to sur- survey them. And Matt, yes, hold on, hold on. Wait, I want to I want to step in. Matt, wait, 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 Matt, 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 just let me finish. No. I, then what you said is that after Nicholas Cruz had tip-offs that they should go in and investigate this guy's life. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, okay. is, that, saying? is that, okay, under what you're saying, right, I, I, I'm saying that they had the opportunity to do all these different things under all of these different programs, and they didn't even do it. They, it, what, it proved no use. All of, these pri- all of these privacy violations and all these different government programs that violate our rights, in my opinion, our basic right to privacy were not utilized and were not successful in preventing this. So you're therefore saying, you're these saying, programs are useless and therefore these programs serve no purpose. That's why okay. I'm providing so one example. You're, you're saying that even if you're saying that even if they are unconstitutional but are but could be useful, they're not useful. I do not believe that anything is useful enough to violate the constitution and violate our constitutional rights. Okay, 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 but that that's not, that, that, that's not my point. What you just what you had just stated is that either way they're useless. Okay. No, I'm saying no. Obviously, things can violate the constitution and be u- useful to the government. I mean, if if the constitution didn't exist, the government would be doing, in my opinion, an authoritarian <laughs> government. The government could be doing so much more that that was useful. Wait, can I just right? wait? Can I just speak? Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Sorry, Sam. <laughs> so I think Forche, what you're saying is that your initial belief is that. The government should not be spying or doing any of these things. But the argument against that is that, oh, what about criminals? So you're saying that that argument is um, invalid because of what of the Cruz situation, because like FBI had the resources to go into and investigate uh, Cruz's life, but they failed. And like 20 something people are dead. So you're saying that because of that, the government should not be spying at all, like in any means necessary, because they failed to do one major thing. Is that what you're saying? What I what I'm saying is that while yes, this is an example as to why this is this is useless. The, the whole metadata is useless, and the NSA gave one 
gave the metadata in evidence in one case and it was even then ruled useless. But what, what I'm saying, and it, it's always a bad thing to say this one example is why, but because that's, that's easily proven false. But what, what I am saying is that um, it's, yeah, sorry, could you just repeat the last part of what you said? Yeah, so you're saying that because the FBI failed, the government should not be, should not even, you know, like do all this surveillance stuff at all because obviously they're just bad at it. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not saying because the FBI failed in this one particular instance that all surveillance programs should be stopped. I think surveillance is necessary to some extent, but I do not think that whoa, is necessary. Whoa, hold on. Listen, surveillance. Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. Let me rephrase <laughs> that. Let me rephrase that. Okay. Surveillance is necessary for people who, who if, if the government can can get probable cause for somebody and get a warrant for, for, for receiving someone's information from a court, which I don't think should be a secret court, but that's, that's a whole other that's a whole other argument. But I, I think that that should be allowed, right? If, if the government was able to go in and say, hey, this guy, this guy did this and this and this, this is why we need, we need to access his phones. If they're able to do that, then I think that they should be able to surveil that person. But I, I don't, to, to your point, Sam, I, I, I don't think that, this, that what I'm saying is that because the FBI failed, this is useless. I'm just giving one case. Uh, it's, it's a high profile case, obviously. Um, and I think that that's why I gave it as an example. But okay. there, are, there are countless other examples where, where, you can, where you can look and you could say the government has failed in doing this. Uh, not not this, just this one in particular, but yes, I do, I do think that the government has has not used utilized what they what they what they said that was uh, was so necessary. I don't think they've utilized it enough for it to be considered just. Okay, Matt, I, I and I think on that last point you are incorrect. And here I have a quote explaining why. Would you like me to read it? Yeah. Go ahead. Hello. Go ahead. Okay. National Security Agency Director Keith Alexander testified Tuesday before the House Intelligence Committee that phone and internet surveillance programs made public by former defense contractor Eric Snowden prevented approximately 50 terrorist plots since 2001, 10 of which the US, 10 of which targeted the US, June 2013. Okay, and let me second that with this quote. Uh, in yesterday's ruling, this is this is uh, I think more recent than whatever you're reading. This is from September 2020. Uh, it was a okay. it was a trial on the metadata specifically. Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. I, I'm I'm really just arguing on the metadata at this point. I'm not I'm not I'm not really educated enough on the other points, so I'm not okay. really sure okay. what you were saying. I will. I mean, this, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. The metadata stuff that I was talking about. So. Oh, okay, okay. Well, it, 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 yeah, yeah, it was in, internet surveillance programs made. Made public by former defense contractor Eric Snowden, which is I'm which is the metadata, the metadata of the of the phone calls and, and such. Right, but that's let right. Me just, that was that was what Snowden you, exposed. You're saying we're talking about it was part of it. Right? Snowden had access to at least. I mean, he he won't say the exact number. The government quota number is 1.7 million documents, to which the journalists only published a certain amount that were actually set on very strict standards of what they could publish. They had to go to the government and they could have to say, "Hey, listen." should we publish it? Should we not publish this and why? And the government in all cases did not respond to these journalists and they did not give the, give the journalists a reason to, uh, to not publish the articles. They did not okay, respond. But, but, so, so uh, anyway, that, that's, okay. that's beside the point. Right? Uh, that, 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 the quote, 
the quote I'm about to read here. Let me let me just read this quote, and you can say whatever you want. Um, yeah. In yesterday's ruling, judges cl- said that classified evidence confirmed the metadata wasn't necessary. This is the quote. Our review of the classified record confirms this representation. Even if we were able to apply, even if we were to apply a fruit of the poisonous tree analysis, we would conclude, based on our careful review of the classified FISA applications and related information, that the FISA wiretap evidence was not fruit of the unlawful metadata collection. Again, the statements of public officials created a contra- contrary impression. Uh, that that impression is not cons- not that impression is inconsistent with the facts presented uh, in the classified record because the wiretap evidence was not unlawfully acquired. Suppression of that evidence is not war- that's not the quote I was looking for. Wait, hold on one second. Uh, <laughs> good, I was getting the wrong quote. Oh, geez. Um, if, if you want to share your screen, go. I, I, I have this article up. It's it's uh it's called illegal and ineffective sure, yeah, NSA yeah. spying exposed by Snowden was illegal, not very useful. Court says. All right, um, share, share, share your screen, share your screen, because I, I would like to see the quote. I, I have a tough time, like, just hearing it. Referring it. One second, one second. Um, Chang, but I, I think you have to you have to enable screen sharing. Hold on, Matt, you, you have all the time. It's all right. The course is, okay, all right, here, here's what it is. The court's three-judge panel, the, the court's three-judge panel unanimously, uh, quote, held that metadata collection exceeded the scope of Congress's authorization in this is a law, USC 1861, if you want to look at that law, um, 50 USC 1861, which required the government to make a showing of relevance to a particular authorized investigation before collecting the records that program violated that section of FISA, which is the Foreign, Inter- Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, which is what the ruling said. And they said it may have violated the Fourth Amendment uh, when it collected the telephone metadata of millions of Americans. Um, and, and again, the, the, uh, the NSA, uh, use this, the, the, the metadata as, as evidence in one case. I, I don't know what you're quoting about 50 cases. They used it in one case. And honestly, I, I don't think that, and, and even then the, the court said, uh, t- government officials in a filing at the ninth circuit said that Mo- Malin, that that's the name of the, the defendant, Malin's telephony metadata did not and was not necessary to support the requisite probable cause showing for the FISA title FISA title one application. So basically what that means is that they didn't, it wasn't useful at all. I don't know what the number you're referring to is, but this is government officials and, and, and court rulings that say that the metadata was not useful. So I don't know what you're referring to. Okay. I don't know who said that, but, but what I, so, so, I don't well, think the, 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 this was used as a prevent as a prevention mechanism. This was this was the number of terrorist attacks that were prevented, not cases that were actually actually happening. So I mean, how it, can you how can you say that how can you say that 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 that's a that's an even allowable number? How, how can you say that there were fifty terrorist attacks prevented? How how can someone say that? Okay, we knew that these people were going to fly a plane into well, the Empire yeah, State Building this time. And, and, and I, they, they, I, can't, I can't explain. I can't explain why I can who, say who it, said that. The national security, the national security agency director. So you just trust? He, you no, just take take his word for it. He, you, you he's say under he oath. Supply, he's under oath. Does that supply any evidence for that? He's testifying to the House Intelligence Committee under oath. You the think the guy just didn't get up to the House of Representatives and lie? The NSA has lied under oath before. The national, the, the, the director, who I'm not sure if it's the same guy, but he did lie under oath 
which just you can look it up. He was you can look up NSA director lying under oath. He was asked point blank. Okay. Was the on, was wait, this wait, program wait. was this program effective on millions of Americans on, on millions of Americans on a widespread basis? And he directly said no. And that was a lie. So he has lied under oath. He can lie under oath again. And that that I think that just automatically invalidates. What, what, that what, was, what, was, what was the what was the question that it was that was asked him again? Give me one second, I'll pull it up. Okay. Uh, listen, if he's lying, if, if the government is lying to us under oath, then we have to reconsider everything, right? Yes, but, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, well, uh, you, you're giving one example in which he, in, in which one person lied under oath. If, if he was proved- The NSA director. As, if he's proved as, as having lied under oath, he's going to be removed from office and then the new guy will come in. But this and is we'll what happens. Figure everything out from there, they have no consequences. They're above the law. They, they can do whatever they want, and they face no consequences what? for what they do. The NSA, the NSA, oh, pro- this program was illegal. This program was illegal and likely unconstitutional. Right. And who is in jail? Who is held accountable? Nobody. Well, okay. I mean, in terms of prosecuting that, I, 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 who, who are you going to prosecute? The people who are responsible for creating the program, people who saw the program and, and, and had the opportunity to stop it but didn't. So regardless of, of prosecution or not, I think the, the exposure of that and, and what Snowden did by exposing that, I think that he was a patriot in doing so. I know we're not really talking about – we're talking about what Snowden revealed, not necessarily Snowden himself. But, I mean uh, – We're going to – like later. Just continue on that. Uh, what did you say? Uh, we're going to continue. Uh, we're going to catch up on Snowden, but just uh, – Okay. Um. I, yeah, I, 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 I want to go a, a different direction and just ask you a question. So but I, wait, wait, hold on. But wait, wait, I, just point out, I just want to point out that your quote was invalid because James Clapper has lied under oath. Um, it, or here, here it is. At, at the tail end of, an, of a rare open session of the Senate Intelligence Committee on March 12, 2013, Senator John Wyden uh, asked National Intelligence Director James Clapper whether intelligence officials collect data on Americans. And Clapper responded, no, sir, and not wittingly. Uh, I mean, that, that's enough, I think. I mean, said, this was a different time. Not, <laughs> not wittingly, there are cases where they could inadvertently perhaps collect, but not wittingly. Yeah, but this, so this was that, Keith that's Alexander. A lie. That's a lie. But, but this, this is a different person. Who, who are you talking about? Keith Alexander. Who was he? He, he was the NSA director in 2013. Um, oh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a whole so James, person. so hold on, let me, let me find out. James Clapper was the former uh, director of the, of the NSA. Uh, from, from, no, he, James Clapper was the director of the NSA from 2010 to 2017. Okay. I have a quote here. It's a, uh, well, all right, he, he's a, he was the director. Keith Alexander was the director. I mean, I, they must have had two directors because they're – you look up James Clapper, and he was you, the director. You, from I can, I can share my screen and show you. I know. I, I, I see. I see. I see both, both of them. All right. I mean uh, – so, all right. I mean, Regardless, one person uh, of, high, of high position in, in, in the NSA 
actors, the director or not, who lied under oath should be enough to, to invalidate any anything anyone in the NSA says. Oh, come on. You can't, well, you can't take their word for it. That's ridiculous, dude. Like, to, to Matt, say that one lie, everything is a lie. It, 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 wait, wait the, can you just calm no down for a second? to believe that. Wait, this is just one yeah. guy. And I know he's the director, but we can't, wait. Do you have, like, proof that the entire agency, or in fact, the entire government, is like, their entire effort is invalidated by just one guy? Because... I, I mean, no, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that their entire, their entire effort is, is invalidated by one guy. But what I am saying is that I don't, I think that we now, uh, since we, we have proof that, that the former NSA director did lie under oath, I think that everyone should be very skeptical in what the government says and what the government, uh, even under oath, under oath or otherwise, I think that everyone should be very skeptical, do their own research and, and not take someone's word for it when they say that it has prevented 50 terrorists uh, attacks. I, I think that more evidence should be supplied for that claim to be sufficient. I'm not saying don't trust. I'm just saying be skeptical. Uh, just just make sure that they're telling the truth. And yeah, that, well, I mean, then, then your whole argument is kind of built around like, uh, well, they could be lying. <laughs> like, I just don't know if that's exactly a. That's that's not my whole argument. I mean, <laughs> and, and, and not your whole argument, but in terms of what we've just been talking about for the last 10 minutes. No, I'm saying, I'm saying for you to be able to say to me that the NSA has prevented 50 terrorist attacks through these programs, I think that you should be able to, you should have to, to supply evidence that support those claims, that the NSA should have to supply evidence to support those claims because I don't think that you can take the NSA's word for it if it has been proven that they have broken the law repeatedly and lied under oath. I think that you should have evidence. So, yeah, that, that's my point. It's okay. not that could be lying. It's that just, just for for extraordinary claims requires extraordinary evidence. Okay, um, no, I agree with you, man. Like, I know you're you're just saying like question, just like like a scientist to another scientist. You have to like when someone says this, you have to say, "Are you sure about that? What like provide me like the evidence?" But I think you're saying that instead of. Instead of like, you're not one of those like whack jobs where like, oh, the government is always doing this and all that. It's just, you know, just simple. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm just very skeptical uh, of, of what the government says and what the government does. And, and listen, I have I have good, good initial initial beliefs in, in what the government says and what the government does and, and the way that it operates. But since since what Snowden has exposed, I, I've just become very skeptical and, and very just wanting to wanting to understand why, like you said, like providing evidence for these specific uh, claims that they're making. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying the government's out to get you, and the government's out to get your family. I'm just saying start to question why they're saying these things, and and if they're true, and why they're true, or why they're not true. I don't think yeah. that's that's an unhealthy uh, thought process. Um. Well, I'm just surprised because I looked into Snowden and. I basically agree with you, Matt, but I'm just surprised. Like, Connor, what do you think of Snowden? Like, it seems to me like you are, um, what's the word? Like, you kind of believe in what the government says in the sense that, um, like, I don't want to, like, 
I'm misunderstand you, but like, what do you think of Snowden? But I want to know what you think of him because, like, it, well, based on what you said, well, what you said, you know, in this entire podcast, you don't really, I guess, well, obviously, you don't take our side, but like, should he be pardoned? Is he a patriot? So we have to take a look into what like a, a classified like te- te- use of technology like that that the government had is right so in terms of what snowden released i i, I don't that, that's a very complicated question i think it encompasses no, it's a lot not. Of, well is is he a patriot and he should he be pardoned in order to know whether or not you know he should be prosecuted for for having released these government programs, there's a lot of laws that I, I, I can tell you right now. I don't know. I'm, I can I, tell you right now that Snowden broke the law. I can tell you right now that under the law currently, Snowden, in my opinion, this is this is the difference between what Snowden thinks and what, what, what I think. Snowden believes that when he comes back to the United States, he should be judged based on the morality of his actions um, instead, of, instead of the laws on the country, instead of the laws. He, he agrees that he broke the law, but he thinks that he should not be prosecuted for it, but he also doesn't want to pardon. I'm, I don't really understand his position on that specifically, but what I can tell you is that Snowden broke the law, and I don't think anyone will tell you different. But, but what I think justifies Snowden's breaking the law is the fact that he exposed these programs, and he did it in a very, very, very responsible way, which I'll get into in a little bit, but he exposed these programs that were found to be legal and found to be unconstitutional and proved to be a all benefit to the American people. And I think therefore he should be pardoned. Um, therefore, I, I, and I also think that there should be a law that, that protects whistleblowers. If they come out and they blow the whistle on an operation that is illegal or unconstitutional, I think that they should not be prosecuted for, for what they uh, expose. Okay. But, well, if, if the government programs that he exposed were found to be unconstitutional, then yes, he should, he should not be they were. They they were found to be illegal. Right, right, right. So I'm, 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 agreeing. I'm agreeing with you. Okay. Yeah. So so you think that he should be he should be pardoned? Yeah, he should be pardoned. But you're you're also defending the government in what they were doing initially. You're defending the mass surveillance. Well, uh, so in in terms of that specific program, if it was found to be unconstitutional, then, then... it's not found to be unconstitutional. Judges found it illegal. They ruled it illegal, but they said it may be unconstitutional. But it was definitely illegal because they violated okay. civil law. Okay, so it, it, it likely unconstitutional. They have not. Okay. It. No, nonetheless, I I would I didn't come into this argument as a def- as I'm the I'm the defender of metadata. I was coming in defending some aspect of of U.S. surveillance in general. I I, I think that I mean listen, I had I. I, I'd have to take a little bit more of a look into exactly how the metadata works and things like that and formulate my own thoughts on whether or not I thought it should it would be unconstitutional. But there are other government programs out there that gain information or gain, have access to the information of um, Americans' use of technology. I'm not incorrect on that, right? I, I think you're right. But I don't think that those programs should be, I mean, allowed really. Simple as that. Like I, I don't think that, and I, I think now it's bigger. It's a bigger issue 
of the private companies who have little to no uh, concern for your privacy. And if they do, they willingly comply with the government at every step of the way. I mean, uh, let, let me ask you, Matt. You're an everyday American. You don't go out and you, and you don't commit crimes on the on, on the street. Let, 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 let's say you don't know that, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Let, let's say for for the sake of for the sake of the argument at hand, right? Let's say yeah. the the metadata program that you described is entirely constitutional and legal for, for the sake of our argument. Okay. Mm. How, how does that in any way affect you? Let's say even 25 years down the line, I, I get arrested. Okay. Cause I, I start, I start dealing, I, I start giving heroin out to the, to the guys on the street and I get arrested and uh, they go back and they look at my metadata from 25 years ago and they see, Oh, he called Matt and they do, they, they, they research into you for 15 minutes, find out you're a perfectly law-abiding citizen and you continue on with your life. I'm not saying that that would affect my life. I'm saying that it's, it's, it's not right because my privacy should be protected. And I think privacy is a, is a basic right that should be respected. Right. Um, but, but and you're giving an example. Go ahead. The, the, the issue with this though, is that let's say I were to be, I were to be arrested of a crime today. And I would, I would be arrested of a crime today, like a pretty serious crime. And the, the government would go in and they would do research into my life. And they would find out that me and you are very good friends. And they would, re, they would investigate. They would, I'm sure, you know, take a look into who you are in the first place, right? Okay, so why couldn't they, why can't they do that under the way that it's been done for hundreds of years since before 2001 where the Patriot Act was signed? Sorry? Why couldn't they do that in, in the traditional ways that don't require metadata, that because, don't require the unconstitutional and illegal spying of Americans? Why, why can't they do that in the traditional ways? And why can't they collect evidence in, in, in the right and just ways? Why do they have to spy on us to collect those, that evidence? Well, okay. It's not necessarily spying, but what, what, what it is. Okay, but hold on. But what I'm saying is, okay. Let's say it's been right. done the same way for hundreds of years, Connor. And, and now that that and our privacy has been protected. Okay, years okay, ago, Matt, you walk in Matt, and, I, Matt, and I talk Matt. to you, you could you 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 wouldn't have any way of, of, of proving. Okay, okay, but but Matt, let, let's say this right. I get I get arrested, right? We go into court, whatever. We have this, we have the same situation as before. I'm a major major drug dealer, and you're my sidekick. Okay. But in, in your ideal America, the government has no, it does not have any access until probable cause, okay? Well, unless you can get somebody, I, I, I mean, even somebody up on the stand saying Matt was involved in Connor's drug dealings might not necessarily, I, how about this? If, I, if someone were to get up on the stand in my own, in, in my drug case, right? And say, oh yeah, Matt was involved in helping Connor, you know, funnel drugs through Mexico or whatever. I'm saying though, would that be probable cause for the government to go in? I don't and- know. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't know the legalities of probable cause. Okay. But what, what I'm saying to you is if that isn't probable cause, then the government has absolutely nothing. The government has- May no or way- may not be probable cause. I know that that when you- um- Okay. I'm, I'm just saying to you, Matt, you're making it very, very hard for the government now because- because the government no, because I don't think the, I don't think it should be easy for the government. I don't think that the government should should have the ability to simply pass through everyone's phone records and, and collect all of this data and and say bam 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 
you're guilty and do it in an illegal way. I mean, if they if the government can do uh, all of that in a legal way and they, they can have these resources in, in a very legal and just way without spying on Americans that let them prosecute these people, these awful people in, in these great ways, great. I think that that should be that should be allowed and that should be celebrated. But if it's illegal, if it's spying on millions of Americans, if the government is able to retroactively track all the communications since inception uh, of these programs, I, I and and, it, and it's done in illegal in, in in an illegal way, then I don't think that sh- that should be allowed. Okay, I mean, I, I you know, I I don't understand how you think that the government is going to get anything done ever. I, I mean, I, I, I don't because the, the government the- can do a lot without spying on Matt, people. Matt, you, you, Matt, Matt, <laughs> you, you just said to me that, oh, why couldn't the government do it in a traditional way for the, as they'd have for hundreds of years? Because we don't live in the same world that we did hundreds of years ago, Matt. We now. Yes. yes, you're right. 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 And so, and so, the, and so therefore you're putting the position, let's say, right. Can I say something? No, no, no. Well, just give me a second. Let's say again, you are my psychic drug dealer. Okay. All the evidence that the government, ha- that the government can feasibly find to prosecute you mm. is online, but, mm. and, and they, and they know that you're involved in, and they know that you're involved with me. Right. Because yeah. I'm, so, because so, I'm so, but, but Matt, but Matt, because they don't have any probable cause, where the hell are they going to go? Where the hell are they going to go? They have no tangible evidence in real life, right? There's no video recordings or anything like that. They, it, they can't go online and investigate you at all. Then where the hell are they going to find anything? They can't go into your house because they don't have a search warrant because they don't have probable cause. Like, I don't understand what- If you're, listen, if you are found guilty, they have access, they have, they have, they have access of all of your electronics, of all of your, um, of all of your, your, um, your, your, your communications. They have access to all of your life, right? So they can go and they can search your house. They can search your electronics. They can do whatever they seem plausible. Once if you're, you're found guilty, if you're found guilty, or if you're under investigation, you said you said you're you're found guilty as, as a drug dealer. No, 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 I, no, no. I, I'm I'm being I'm being prosecuted. I, 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 the case is happening. All right. So yeah, I mean, if the case is happening, unless they have probable cause, if they have probable cause to, to, under you. And they can and they can look into everything that you're doing. Then they would see me through that. They would see me through that probable cause. They wouldn't have to go, rely on a government program that spies on people. And what you're saying, you, you, you told me that I'm expecting the government can't get anything done ever. That's not at all what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that the government should not have to spy on people to get stuff done. And I think what you're trying to say by by telling me that that I'm thinking that the government can't get anything done ever is that the government has to spy on people. To get things done, which is that what you're saying? I'm, illegally spy on people. No, I'm 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 not saying that they have to illegally spy on people. But what I'm but what I'm saying is when you when you when you take away like when you take away the the, the government's ability to access the to access things like that. I, 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 I'm again. I'm not saying that. You know, no one's taking it away. The government. The government should not be able to access it if it's illegal, if it's unconstitutional. No one's right, the, right, right, the ability right. should never have been granted in the first place. No one's right. taking it away. It should have never been a thing. I, I, I'm, I'm not talking about specifically the metadata. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm talking about in general. When you have, like, when okay, I'm sorry. I'm 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 trying to put, think of a good way to put this. 
when you put the government in a position where they're going to have to jump through a million I, I, the laws when you put the uh, government in a position where they're going to have to follow the laws is that so much to ask no i'm gonna I, I i i think i think we can call this one sam no whoa 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 I, hold on you, you you handed it over to Sam when I when I put you in a tough spot beforehand. I, I I can I can take I can take a minute to think of my heart to think of because I I know what I'm. Go ahead, to, go ahead, try. I, I I know I know what I'm trying to say. I just I okay. I, I, okay. I have to formulate the sentence. So okay, just, Connor, you have all the time that you have that you need. Okay. okay. Yeah, you you can you can think. I, I was just I was just joking, by the way. Okay. That, that was a joke. I, all right. Serious. Could, could, could you repeat what you said again? Sorry. Um, I believe I said, well, uh, under what you're saying, you, you said that the government uh, wouldn't be able to get anything done. I said that, yes, they would be able to get things done, just not through an illegal mass surveillance program. And and by saying that, by, by, by you right, saying right, but, that. But back, back, back to the example that you had before. You, you, you said that if, if they go in and they, they're investigating me and they go into my stuff, that they're going to find you. They're going to find you in there. If they, if they have your, if they have your possessions, if they have warrants to search your possessions, then through searching your possessions, uh, if again, you could be an internet whiz and hide things the way you want to. So maybe they can't get into your computers, but under what you're saying is that the government has major resources, so they can't get into anything they have. So they would be able to look at your computers. They would be able to go through everything that you've done if they had a warrant to do so. Right, okay. But I'm saying to you again, you're the sidekick, right? You're saying that if they go into my computer, they're always going to find something about you. First of all, they're not always going to find something about you because- If you, if you described, the way you described it was that I'm, I'm in contact with you 24 seven. If they go into your computer, again, you're saying the government has all these resources. They can go into your computer and they could find anything. Why wouldn't they be able to find something about me? If I'm your sidekick, I I I am with you 24/7. I mean, you call me all the time. Well, what 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 if there's phone? What if there what if all there is is phone calls? What what if all the what if all the government can find is a log of our of me and you having phone calls? There, the government has done that for a while, actually. I think it's since the 90s, right? Um, what? they have they have collected phone calls, but they have actually encrypted the phone calls. And 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 now no, recently, not not what was actually said in the phone calls, just just the metadata, the metadata. They've encrypted the metadata of the phone calls until it was used for criminal prosecution, and then they would go into them. They then they would go into that, but the government has stopped that, and they've they've allowed since Dick Dick Cheney specifically wanted access, wanted like a bigger picture into every American, so that data was unencrypted, and it is now accessible to the government, how they see fit. They don't need a warrant. Okay. But, but what I'm saying to you is if they go in and they have, they, they go in and all they have is phone calls between me, it, it be, because if, if you go into someone's phone, right? Like you don't need government metadata spying. You, if I go onto your phone, I can see that you called your mom at 12, 16 AM or what, something along, you, you understand what I'm saying, right? Like there's phone call records within a person's phone that doesn't have to do with metadata spying, correct? Um, what? If I go into your phone, right, right, yeah, and I go into the phone app, and I go yeah. into the his, I go into to the call history. That would basically be what the metadata that's being right, 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 right. But what I'm saying to you is, let's say let's say the government doesn't have metadata, okay? 
I'm, I'm under investigation and they go into my phone and they find that I have called you. Yeah. Okay. And that's all they have. They also, what do you mean that's all they have? They have, they have whatever they see fit. If they have a warrant to search you and search what you do, they have yeah. all the resources in the world to search right, right, you, right. your personal I, I, life, I, I, your house, I'm, your I'm talking, your I'm property, all of it. I'm talking about in terms of prosecuting you. Let's say, again, they know that I was dropping off drugs at this time every single day and I'm calling you at that same time every single day. What? Is it, what? Like, okay. Hey, if they had a warrant to do that, then okay, fine. Right, but what, what do they if do? they knew that they were dropping off drugs, Connor, then they would have a warrant. Then they would right, be able to right, go back they, into, right. into my phone. They'd be able to see that and they'd be able to see the logs. And then- no, no, no. They, they, they don't have tangible evidence that you're dropping off drugs. They know that I'm calling- If you. they don't have tangible evidence, then why is there even a case? If they don't have tangible evidence, then they this whole thing is stupid. They have tangible evidence in me, not you. So if they t- have tangible evidence in you, then they have tangible evidence to get warrants to search your property. Right, okay, and then Matt, find Matt, me. Matt, you're, no, no, no. You're, you're, you're either not listening or not understanding me. The government has enough evidence to prosecute me. Okay. Yeah. They know that you are an accomplice of mine. Okay. okay. And they want to find evidence. They don't know it. You. They don't know it because if they well, know okay. it, then they, okay. they, 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 they believe it, but they don't have, but under your America, right? Because they don't have the probable cause, they, they don't have enough probable cause. They can't go in and look at any of my things. Okay. No, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. If they know, that you were involved and they have evidence for you. No, no, they, but, no they, 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 they don't know anything yet. They believe you are involved. No, no, no. Connor, Connor, Connor. If you, if the government, you said that you're getting prosecuted. Yes. They have the evidence against you, yes. not me. Yes. They would have warrants available to them for them to go in and search your things. Correct. By searching your things, they would then see me. No. It's, it's not what I'm saying. Sam, what do you think? Are, 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 you, are you following what I'm saying? Or? Honestly, I have no words. But, uh, <laughs> honestly, I'm, I'm on Matt's side. But the thing, I understand where you're coming from, Max. I think okay. you're saying it's necessary for, the, for just security. Am I, I right? I, I, I think Matt, I think Matt's side has an easier has a, has an easier argument because you could just say the Constitution and then kind of use that as the basis of your whole argument. Yes, because Connor, because that that's true. Because the Constitution is the basis of the whole argument. That, that's exactly right. You're you're arguing against the Constitution is basically what you're doing by 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 taking a stance. But but but. <laughs> I, I, I I know I, I'm sorry I, I just I don't think that we live I, he, 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 but you do keep saying like why can't we do it the traditional way I, I I don't think that we live in the same America as we did at why can't you do it in a legal way you can do it in a legal way no you, what there you're are, saying is that the are, metadata are, necessary there are government programs that have access to Americans information that are legal if if the government programs are legal then they should be allowed what I'm arguing against is the me- the mass surveillance of millions of Americans okay. in which the metadata was collected Meta- and stored metadata, in metadata. perpetuity. That's what I'm arguing against. Okay, but, me- that- but met- metadata metadata was ruled illegal. I'm not talking about metadata. I'm talking about other government programs that gain access to Americans' information. Well, that's opening a whole another can of worms. I mean, if you're gaining access to Americans' information, I think that that is unconstitutional because right, that but, that but is no, unconstitutional. No, no, no. You have a right. I'm not talking about what Matt thinks. I'm talking about they are currently illegal. This is the Fourth Amendment. 
The right of people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. So basically how I read that is that the government should not have access to your personal life unless they have a reason to do so. So therefore, I think that if the government was collecting information on Americans, that would be violating the Constitution. Without, if they were collecting information on millions of Americans without warrants, that would be violating the Fourth Amendment of the Constitution. But yeah, and like just saying it's unconstitutional is not just like a, a easy thing. It's ethically and morally, it's very important because I know like the Constitution is just one out of so many documents in history, but backed by. I, Oh, no, I... I, I Go ahead. No, I, wait, I, I, hold on. Let, let's finish. Let's finish. Go ahead. Kind of just, it's just back Please. by, like... Of course, these are men from the 18th century. But when we, we study them till this day, because we know for a fact that each amendment, arguably with the Second Amendment, but we're not, we're not going to cover that here. It's... Each amendment is backed by this certain like ethic or moral. Well, I don't know how to describe it, but it's well, like I, I understand. like each person's way of life. Like basically this, this supports this idea of individual liberty and freedom that we, that everybody should cherish. Like we've been fighting for this for so many years. It's like a very powerful motive. And it, I think it is unconstitutional. But it's unconstitutional for a very good reason. Like, I don't think a lot of people would like to be spied on or surveillance by government without permission, without consent. And yeah, that's basically it. But it's just like, it's not just like, yeah, something. it's simple as that. Yeah. Okay. What, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. So, so Connor, what I would, what I would say to piggyback on Sam there is what you're saying is that there, there are government programs that legally have information on millions of Americans. Well, I, would argue, I didn't say millions. I never said millions. Oh, okay. Sorry. On Americans without warrants, which opens it up to be millions of Americans. I mean, it, again, if the, if it's not millions of Americans, then they have a reason, right? Which I'm not arguing against. But what you're saying is that Americans without without a reason, they have uh, they have these programs which are unnamed that collect this information that are legal. I would argue they're not legal. If they don't have a reason. Well, I mean, if, if they simple exist, as that, unconstitutional. Assuming they exist, and yeah, I mean, for for a program to be outlawed in the way that the metadata was, there there has to be a court case that. Oh, Connor, Connor, Connor! The whole reason the metadata was outlawed was because of Snowden. If Snowden would have never blew the whistle, this right. would probably still right. be going on. I, so for you I, to I, say I, that for the program to exist in the first place. And then I, I didn't, you, you didn't finish your point, but it sounded like what you were about to say was for the program to exist in the first place, it, it, it's probably legal. No, that's, that's just, that, 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 that's not what I said. I said that for you to say that it, it, I, I, you can't say that that program is illegal without having, without their court case being, having existed. I can't say that it is legal without the court case, you know, I, I mean, it's, yes, that, that I agree with you. But the problem it's, is, it's, the problem it's, is, that we, it's it's assumed it's assumed legal until proved illegal. I, I mean, no, it's exactly the opposite. Innocent until proven guilty. 
Wait. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Exactly, yeah. It's assumed legal until proven illegal. Right. But the problem is. But, but that, Matt, also, you, 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 I'm just. Let thinking, can you, let you, me no, but Matt, Matt, you, you, you do keep using the metadata to kind of back me into a corner. I'm not. I'm not defending that metadata. That's the whole point of me of this whole argument. And, and I mean, like that—that that was the whole. That was my whole thing going I, 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 I am not. I am not defending the metadata. The metadata has been proven illegal. Why the hell would I? Would I try to defend something that has been proven illegal? I I think that's what, that's what you've been doing for the past hour. I, 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 I'm, I'm not. I'm not defending the metadata. I'm. Sa- I'm saying that there are other government programs that are in place that have not been challenged. Such as. Huh. Such as I, I don't know them off the top of my head. I, that's I, the problem. I, Nobody I, knows I, them because I, they're I, secret. I, okay, I have not researched. I haven't come. I told you this. I, I haven't really come. I haven't done a lot of research. Okay, so then I mean, I, I don't know how you can say that. I know these government. There are government programs that exist, but I don't know what they are. I mean, that that's just well, that's not well, a sound argument. And, and are, additionally, Connor, some of them are not known to the public. Some a, a decent number of them are not known to the general public. Exactly, and that's the problem. Is you have all of these programs that are not the general public so we can't even judge if they're constitutional or not but the fact the very fact that they're not accessible to the general public should be concerning have you ever considered that they might not be accessible to the general public in an attempt to not allow hack the people you know who are committing crimes to to know how to evade them i mean that, yes that, yes i yeah and and yeah. again so, 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 that, so that, is, that is that is that is that is a valid point and, and right. I think I think we should I think we should start to wrap this up because uh, it's, it's been a while. But I mean, again, I, this this can be saved for another day. But I I agree with you. I think there are some government programs that are necessary. But I think that if they surveil Americans without warrants, then they are not necessary. And I think that the whistleblowers who blow the whistle on these programs that okay. are illegal, that are unconstitutional wait, wait, wait. should be protected under the law. I agree with you. I want to agree with you. Let me finish, please. No, I want to agree with you on something. Okay, can you just let me finish and then then you can agree with me? Yeah. Okay, thank you. So, as I was saying, these programs, I lost my train of thought now. (laughs) The the program. You're talking about the whistleblowers. The whistleblowers, the whistleblowers blow the whistle on. The whistleblowers should be protected. There, there should be a law that says if you if you blow the whistle on this government program, you should be protected if it is found to be illegal. Um, but but more specifically, I think that it's just very important that we recognize the government's scope and that the government has the ability and has done in the past to, to break the law and violate our rights. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Honest. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, I can, no, I, you have definitely changed my perspective on it. And I, I, I do agree with you more than I did at the beginning. So. Okay. Um, Unfortunately, we have to stop here because it's been nearly, I don't know how long it's been, but I want to assure you guys, this is not the end. And as long, this is not going to be end soon in terms of like uh, government spying, this debate will not end anytime soon. So it, will, it might not be next week, but we will come back to this. And I suggest you guys look, uh, listen back to the entire recording and try to like, know what you guys said so that next time you could reformulate and like re-research more in depth uh like more deeply into this but yeah but we will have another one or we will have uh 
we will have another debate on this. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, we didn't really, it, it kind of just turned into me and Forte like yelling back and forth at each other. So we didn't really get you in on a, a lot. So sorry about that. No, it's all right. No, it's right. It's, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry as well. <laughs> but you guys have to stop interrupting each other. Like, I can't really know. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I can't really know yeah, what the other person is saying while. Like I'm not gonna point out names. Like both of you are interrupt interrupting to some extent. I but, probably I do it more. Yeah. Uh but yeah. Next time we will You just did it. <laughs> I just did it again. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna deny it. I, I, I do. No, but I just interrupted Sam as I was saying that you were interrupting. Uh, whatever. Go ahead, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, but we will end it here. Uh thank you guys for listening. We will come back. Connor and Matt, uh, Matt will come back. And <laughs> this is an interesting podcast, and I'm glad that you guys came. Uh, yeah, I'm happy to. Yeah. So, this is Hail to the Pod. We'll see you later.